Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 237. I'm coming to you a little bit later than I usually record this, and it was for a couple reasons last night that I didn't get a chance to record this. Now, regular listeners will know this seems to become becoming a pattern where I am not recording at night, but I'm recording the day after. And I have to tell you up front, it's not a pattern I want to get into, nor do I plan to get into. This past week was the first week of school. Things were pretty busy. I was pretty exhausted. Um, I'm trying on a new schedule, of course. So I am um, hoping that this week, week two of school, things will begin to fall into place and my schedule will um, become a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more uh, regular. That being said, it is Sunday morning and I am sitting here on my screened-in porch, which I call Serenity Place or Shalom Place. And um, yesterday was a day in which I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm glad you're here with me in the morning or the evening or the midday, whenever it is that you're listening, so I can tell you a little bit about it. Well, yesterday evening, as I was getting ready to record the episode, I really wasn't sure what I was going to um, say, because it was a day in which um, I was aware of God's presence, but there really wasn't any one moment that kind of um, stood out. And I was really actually getting ready to reflect on how we can go through life with sort of that um, sense that God's presence has to be spectacular and big and bold and you know, dramatic. And I've certainly had that um, some of the days that I have been recording this podcast over the last year. But there have been many more days when it's been something more subtle, more quiet. And I was searching my day, re- remembering my day yesterday, um, thinking about that when the phone rang. And I picked it up because it was my sponsor calling me back after a text that I sent to him. Now, I've talked a little bit before on the podcast about 12-step recovery, and I'm going to give the same disclaimer that I've given before. I am not in a uh, substance or action program. Um, Addiction has not been an issue for me, thanks be to God. That being said, um, I definitely have been impacted in my life by people and alcoholism, and Um, I go to uh, recovery groups, too, in particular, which will remain nameless. I don't name them here. Don't break my anonymity. Uh, But two, that that really focus on um, my my, uh, uh, relationships, but also just how I am in general in the world. You know, when we um, are impacted by alcohol in our relationships, they call it the family disease of alcohol, but it's really the cultural disease of alcohol because... Whether it's in our families or not, we um, are impacted by it through so many other channels, through so many other communities that they themselves are um, sick with this disease, the disease of alcoholism and other forms of dysfunction and addiction. So I go to these meetings and um, am working the steps, 12 steps, that is, because I know that my life is not of the quality that I want it to be. I know that um, this disease influences all of my um, endeavors, all of my doings, just how I am in the world. And I want to get better. 
and others have gotten better throughout the decades, um, almost the century, really, that um, the 12-step movement has been around. So I texted my sponsor yesterday and um, was, was in a quandary about a decision, or not really a decision, but how to approach um, a, a conversation um, that I am I'm looking to have this coming week. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking kind of I was going to approach it one way, and I sort of had things in mind, and it was going to, you know, A, B, and C. And, you know, they, they say in, in the 12-step program, you know, your sponsor's role is to um, – to be someone that is primarily, really, a guide who has walked the 12 steps ahead of you, who is still walking the 12 steps, because even if we work through the steps once, we continue to use them and continue to be guided by them in our daily affairs. So someone who has walked through the steps, someone that you can be honest with, because if you can't be radically honest and fully honest with your sponsor, then... You're, you're, you're not working the program, nor is one um, really gonna, going to reap the benefits of the program, because honesty with self and others is really at the core of the, um, the recovery uh, movement and, and the 12 steps. So I, um, I have a really good sponsor, and I, I, I'm not going to say very much about him here, because again, I'm not going to break his anonymity, and this podcast is is really about my relationship with him and, and not who he is. But I will say that he has been very supportive and understanding. Um, this is my second time really working with him because I began working with him um, more than a year ago, and, and he was really great in um, the feedback he gave and the listening he gave, and most significantly just helping me to see myself holding a mirror up to me and Quite frankly, back then, I wasn't ready to look at that, and I kind of blew him off and blew the program off. But over the last months, um, close to two months now, just realized that this is what I need to use. I need to be working on a daily basis on myself and allowing God to work on me through the 12 steps and and through um, recovery meetings and um, the work that I do there. So... It was really great that I talked to him last night. I'm so glad because, you know, I had this one idea about approaching this conversation, a, a difficult conversation. And, um, and he says, you know, look, if, if, as, as you practice the principles of the program, here's what you need to – here's what he thinks about, he would think about in the situation. Because sponsors don't advise. They don't tell us what to do. They don't, they don't do that. They say, here's my experience. Here's what I've gained. Here's what the program – teaches me what recovery teaches me. And um, he helped me to see the situation, but also my response to the way to approach this conversation in a completely different light and um, has given me something to consider and to pray about and to ponder. And when I go into the conversation, I, I'm going to approach it very differently. And um, I'm grateful. And I think the outcome will be better for me in my program, really, because that's really what it's about. It's not about the, the decision that I'm asking someone to make. It is about um, how I am going to be authentic and serene and healthy and working my program on a, on a daily basis. So I, um, I'm just very grateful for that. Um, I, I felt the presence of God, needless to say, I guess, in this relationship, in my sponsor, in the words that he shared with me. 
And I really feel that, you know, God is, is directing me uh, in the program, certainly, but in my life in general through the experience, strength, and hope that this, um, this, this gentleman, my sponsor, um, gives to me and also in um, being able to hear that and being able to ask for that because, you know, there, there, there's so many different ways God wants to help us become healthier, become more loving, become more um, serene, become more holy, quite frankly. Um, but, and it's a big but, but we have to ask for it. We have to see the need for it and we have to ask for it. And that's where the grace comes in. There's the grace in asking for grace, which is kind of the, the great irony. We can't ask for grace unless we already have received grace. It's a tremendous paradox right there. So in conclusion, as I wrap up here, um, who are those holy friends that can tell you the truth about yourself, who can ex- share their experience, strength, and wisdom, and you trust them in what they have to offer, who are there for you, helping you to navigate life? Um, do you have a sponsor? Or is it someone who is a mentor, a guide, or a peer even who you just trust their judgment when you say, hey, I'm struggling with this, or what do you think about that, and how I should approach this situation. You just trust their counsel. They don't tell you what to do, but they have good counsel in what they share with you. So thank you again, as always, for being here, and blessings and peace.